What's up, y'all? This is Jason. Hey, it's Josh. Welcome to season three. Say that to say this. Everybody, welcome to Say That to Say This podcast season three. Hope you've enjoyed it. My name is Josh Wilson. Today, I get the opportunity to sit down with Joy Clark and Andy Hansen. Say hello, guys. Um, hello there. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so, um, before we get started, I, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this season. I hope you've enjoyed kind of hearing a lot uh, about our history, uh, hearing a lot about our story and kind of what's brought us to, to this point. This is the climax. This is uh, uh, an opportunity for us to uh, answer some of the questions along the way. Um, but more than anything, I think that the, the main point of today's episode and what I'm excited about is uh, these two sitting at this table with me right now uh, have been maybe the most instrumental in Mission St. Louis's success. And so we're going to get into that uh, a little bit. But will you guys introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what you do for the organization and uh, who your favorite executive director is? <laughs> sure. Do you want me to go? Sure. Okay. Uh, Josh said, uh, my name is Andy Hansen. I've been here at the organization for about 11 years now. Um, was doing an in, was getting my Masters of Divinity Covenant and needed to get some field hours. So uh, applied and did some work here um, as a, when I was a student there and just really liked the organization, fell in love with it. And a position opened up for the Director of Operations and applied for it and got it. And that was a lot of part of 2009 and been here ever since. So my key responsibilities are just to oversee the all of the financials and the operations um, for the organization. All right, so I'm Joy. I've been here since 2008. Um, my background is that I had done some direct practice work, um, working directly with the public and individuals in nonprofits for several years, three or four years, and realized that I really cared a lot about how the organization was run. And too often I was seeing that they were not run as well as they could be. Uh, and I wanted better, I wanted to accomplish more. So I got my master's of social work with a focus on nonprofit management. And shortly after I graduated, I ran into Josh in a parking lot and he said, hey, we should chat. And I said, all right, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been here ever since. Um, Officially right now, my role is overseeing programs, but mostly I do whatever Josh tells me to do. That's not true. I only take direction from her. Uh, everybody knows the truth of that. So uh, here's where I want to here's where I want to start uh, with with you guys. I mean, um, the history over the last 15 years of the organization that you guys have been around uh, for far longer. Um, is there a moment that stands out to you over the over the time that you've been here? Is there? Um, you know, maybe it was maybe it was the the parking lot, or it was sitting on Carol's couch uh, yes. uh, at our first board meetings. Um, is, is there when you think back over the last year? What's the what's maybe like your your fondest memory that that pops up? Hmm. I thought you were going to say Joey Rickard or uh, Carl on the way to Affordable Christmas. Mm. <laughs> Not going to be up there. <laughs> um, do you have one? Do I have one? Then you go first. Okay. All right. Um, so for me, I was thinking, you know, just thinking back on our history and everything. Um, and I was thinking back, like, back in the day when we were in the convent right next to, you know, the Journey Tower Grove there and, and just working there. The two things that I think always stick out in my mind was, you know, obviously the organization has grown. We've gotten bigger. Um, but back then, when, you know, back in 2009, 2010, when there's literally only three or four staff people, um, you know, we were primarily a volunteer-led organization. And... Um, the staff would, you know, would come in every day. We all sat around one table. And I think there was just a closeness that existed, you know, um, when we did that. And everyone had the exact same goals. We had the exact same targets that we were trying to achieve. And it was like, for me, it was like the definition of working as part of a team, you know, because we literally would just transfer from one project to the next. And it wasn't, hey, you go do this and I'll go do that. It was, we all just worked together. Um, and I think kind of coupled with that, um, you know, think back, I think at that time, all three of us were going to the Journey Tower Grove and it was just super cool. Cause like you could go to church and then you would, you know, you'd see people there and talk with them and then like, you know, the, Hey, what do you do? Like, Hey, we're from Mission St. Louis. We're like, gosh, I've always, you know, I've heard about you guys. What, you know, tell me about it. So you start talking about it and then they're at the next work day, you know? And so <laughs> it was just like this grassroots organization that just started small, you know, you'd go to church, you talk to people and then they'd come out and you'd see them at the events. And, and it just like, 
there's a, there was just like a groundswell that kind of helped the organization grow that, you know, if I, I don't think, as we've said many times, I don't, I don't know if we would be where we were today mm-hmm. if, if we didn't have oh, that, right. that opportunity um, just to meet and see people on a weekly basis and then, you know, have them get in, you know, have them be interested in what we're doing at the organization um, and then have them come out. And then it's, you know, then they come tonight for the town and we have a blast. And then they come help us at Affordable Christmas and they tell their friends because like, hey, it's actually, you know, this nonprofit's doing things and they're working to help people. And, um, and, and not obviously not that, we're, you know, it's, you know, it's just a different look today. We still do a lot of those same things, but um, it was just a closeness to it that I thought was awesome. Absolutely. Yes, you know? definitely agree with all of that. So what came to mind for me wasn't necessarily one moment, but it was just kind of looking back, especially in the early years, but still today, at just God's providence and grace throughout Mission St. Louis history. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many times we've seen that mm-hmm. exactly what we needed right then would show up as a check in the mail, mm-hmm. even like $25,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That PW Pizza. Yes. yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Andy had the big reveal, pulling yep. out the check and showing us, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah, well, Andy's here. I'm sure he's got some more bad news. <laughs> 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 I mean, somebody's selling a house and donating the proceeds to uh-huh. us. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was early. Yep. It was just on and on. Mm-hmm. It was like, especially in those early days, the, the need was so clear. Oh, yeah. It was. And I mean, we can mm-hmm. point to hundreds of, of instances where mm-hmm. like, God just showed up and mm-hmm. our need was met. And mm-hmm. you sit there baffled. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, you tried to do financial planning back then, and it was always like, <laughs> is someone going to sell their house this year? <laughs> give us the proceeds? Do we budget for that? Yeah, that's like, proceed. <laughs> you know, it was almost impossible to try to plan because right. that stuff happened every year, you know, yeah. and, and it was part of our, I mean, it literally became part of our budget. Carol Williams, yeah, famous Carol, prayer that's line. That's exactly right, the prayer line. <laughs> that's right. Yes. And, uh, I mean, professional sports players retiring yes. and giving us a huge chunk of money. Yeah. yeah. Just crazy. Exactly. Yeah, it was always something, and um, yeah, that's a great point, Joey. It's yeah. It was it was quite the time, and to have that happen was awesome. Yeah, so many instances of that. So mm-hmm. I think my I think my favorite moment with you, as I think back specifically at the very early days, is uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you will remember this because I think Jeff has reminded of, reminded me of it every year since. Oh uh, But the early days, we were. We were embedded in Adams, right? And at that time, that was like our anchor partner. We were, I mean, we were just there all the time and uh, trying to navigate what it looked like to work with Janetta and serve the kids at school, that sort of thing. And, and we were, uh, that was at the moment too when, when we were, relationships were getting to bleed outside the walls of the school. And I think I walked into the office or I don't even think, we, we may not even had an office at that time. But I was like, Joy, we got to, we got to walk around and meet our neighbors. Well, Joy was eight months pregnant, seven months pregnant. Yep. And we're walking around Forest Park <laughs> Southeast. Midsummer. Midsummer, sweating, flip-flops. And uh, and we were just talking to every business. Hey, this is who we are. This is our vision. This is what we want to do. And, uh, and I just remember, like, you know, being blind with vision and so excited and then turning around and realized, like, Joy's eight months pregnant, probably should get some water. <laughs> I wasn't even on staff yet. Yeah, exactly right. It slowed me down a little bit. <laughs> oh, it, was, it, was, it was amazing. But, I mean, I mean, you've been there from walking the, walking yeah. the neighborhoods all the way through. I mean, you were the answer to prayer when um, – when we sat down, I sat down on one of our, our first board meetings, and I think that was the first time that we got we raised a little bit of money, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was just so gung ho, I was just sold that what we needed to do was hire staff to be in schools, and we needed more people to be doing this and that, and the board was like, no, like you're gonna die, mm-hmm. and uh, you you have no administrative skill, and you've never opened a spreadsheet in your life. And, uh, and they're like, man, we, we need this. And, and Joy, you had uh, you've done your practicum with us. And then I think we conned you into working kind of part-time at 80 hours a week. <laughs> 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 uh, but you, I mean, you were the first hire ever of Mission St. Louis and stepped in. And I mean, there's one thing, there's a saying of like wearing a lot of hats inside of an organization. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't begin to describe <laughs> what you did. Yeah. I mean, it was just us. It mm-hmm. was. It was, yeah, definition of if we don't do it, it doesn't get done. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. right. 
Mm-hmm. You, you still have PTSD from those? Yes. <laughs> Maybe just the I finances. Was doing a little bit of homework yesterday, researching, looking back over some history things, and I had to stop after like 15 minutes. <laughs> like, I'm overwhelmed. Why am I again. shaking? <laughs> a lot of anxiety right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is too funny. And then, Andy, you know, you came in. Mm-hmm. We were. Uh, we were a couple years old, mm-hmm. and we had just gotten the houses. We were trying to mm-hmm. figure out if we could do housing, if that was a direction that we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. You were at Covenant. Mm-hmm. You weren't doing a practicum with us, but you had stepped in and uh, were helping us think through. In transition. Yeah, Remember? that's right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and man, you were, you came in from a, I mean, I feel like a, a lot of people that, that make up who we are come in from a, a volunteer. Mm-hmm. We're first a volunteer or practicum mm-hmm. or a minister or something like that with us that transitioned on the staff. And, and, mm-hmm. and you were exactly the same. Yeah. You came in because you were passionate about specifically unhoused and yeah. um, those that were uh, transitioning out from, mm-hmm. from being locked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, talk about it being something brand new. I mean, today, you know, we do. It's kind of interesting. We still do the job and leadership training, which is, I think, I always kind of look at it as it came out of that ilk of, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. being transition. Back then, you know, we just had absolutely no idea what we were doing, right. you know. <laughs> and so we got the houses and we got some guys in there and, and um, we're like, okay, well, we've got to come up with some type of programming. You know, I mean, we talk about like shooting from the hip. Um, but it was great. We had some guys go through and, and it just like, you know, from that, I think jobs for life didn't it spur from yeah, that. I yeah, think it did. That was yep. the original yeah. curriculum we used. I, I think that. it was. Yeah. yeah. So we sat down and said, "Well, gosh, we got to come up with something." And mm-hmm. and then you know, stage after stage of changes and metamorphosis and stuff like that. And then it came down to you were there for two years, something, something like that. Yeah, year year and a half yeah. of, of of doing that, and we started looking around, and we're continuing to grow a little bit. We needed somebody that could do math. <laughs> <laughs> Sales pitch yeah. was, but I think it wasn't much more than that. Yeah. <laughs> do you know how to use Excel? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do remember that. That was awesome. That it was, was awesome. And, and yeah. you know, I think the, there was a it, at that time. I think there, there was a, this beauty in the office mm-hmm. at the very beginning, where you know we had some offices, but for the most part, we had a big conference room, and mm-hmm. everybody kind of worked around that that circle. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think it was always Andy was the first one was like, "Hey, this is fun, but actually, you need to go over here." <laughs> <It's> so, <fun. laughs> so in <your> office, <laughs> Andy office. was the first one that really advocated for individual offices. <laughs> <laughs> you guys keep it down out there. I'm trying uh, to get some work done. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so Joey, what did you what did you find when you started digging up old records? Do you uh, do you remember some of the early names that we had? Do you guys remember how we got to Mission St. Louis? I don't remember how we got there, but I did dig up old emails of going back and forth mm-hmm. with the volunteers that we had at the time about different name ideas. Do you want to hear any? Yes, I can't. I mean, I know I can. I can probably think of a couple on the top of my head, but give them to me. So we have Kingdom Now, Hands and Feet of St. Louis, The Simple Way, His Heart, His Hands, His Feet, Journeyers for the City. I think I want to stop now. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little bit better, a little bit better. Serving St. Louis. And then we have an acronym of SERVE, which stood for St. Louisans Encouraging Relationships and Valuing Empowerment, which was actually cool to see that we still have relationships and empowerment. Mm-hmm. From the very, very cool. beginning. So this was also kind of the beginning conversation of, do we want to lead with faith or do we want to mm-hmm. just live out faith? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is, I mean, that's been one of the things that we've wrestled with yep. mm-hmm. for, the, for the longest time mm-hmm. is, and, and something that we continue kind of coming back, yep. back to and uh, a lot of questions out there about what that, what that is. Um, there's a lot of, uh, there've been a lot of um, thoughts and questions kind of around um, what does growing a nonprofit look like? I mean, you guys, mm-hmm. We've kind of had a, the front row seat of, hey, what, is, what does this entail? How, you know, we talk a lot about how chaotic it was at the beginning, mm-hmm. wearing a ton of hats. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, do you guys, what do you guys think about that as, as, as other, other folks are maybe navigating or coming mm-hmm. into nonprofit space, specifically in the early days? What were some of the lessons that you learned? What are some things that people need to think about and know? It's mm, a great question. It is not a one-man job. Mm. It takes a lot. You know, there are a lot of people that have big mm-hmm. dreams of starting their own nonprofit mm-hmm. one day. It is not for the faint of heart, and you mm-hmm. cannot do it yourself by mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, and add to that a little bit what I said earlier as well. Like, if you if you are thinking about doing that, like, where are you going to get your people from? 
Yes. You know, because you can't run an organization, you know, share the vision with people, recruit volunteers, train the volunteers, you know, set up the programming. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's just no way yes. you, know, you can do that. So where are you going to get the, your, you know, your stream of people to come and help you? Where is that source? Because one thing we, I think we see a lot is that people come up with whatever idea and they're so passionate about it. But I think sometimes people realize that just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean everybody else is just as passionate as you are. You know, so like you need to sell that passion and get people on board and then get those people to help you, you know, live out your passion and your dream. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, I, you know, the, the other thing that, that, that we see a lot is, you know, thinking that, that not only do I have a great idea, but also, and, and, you know, not figuring out where your people are going to come from is one thing, but also that people are going to fund it. That, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. you have this great idea that mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're going to be able to raise money and people are going to give you money with no track record. You're going to be able to write a grant mm-hmm. and with, with, with no track record or, or anything. I mean, those were hard for us in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The catch 22 of grants is always so difficult. You know, when we talk to some other companies and nonprofits, that's what one of the things I always talk with them about is that, you know, on one hand you're stuck with, you know, you're trying to do a program, you're trying to help people, but you see the clear need to be funded and, and to have to hire a program manager and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Trying to find the agency, not only not only to find the margin to write the grant to do a good job, but, you know, to be able to convince someone to take a chance on you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. right. A couple of people, a couple of uh, Lutheran comes to mind, Lutheran Foundation comes to mind, mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, willing to step up and be like, hey, you know, basically, we believe in you, Josh. Right. And we believe in your mission, you know, and we're willing to come alongside of you and. If, if they didn't do that, I mean, looking back, I, I don't even know if we would have an education. No, I mean, I, they're the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, Joy, we've talked about this like a little bit in the past. There's there's also a piece that like Lutheran stepped in and we had like excitement, vision. We did have the backing of, of a local church and the, and the journey was behind us. So there was mm-hmm. some like mm-hmm. assets there, but we really hadn't done anything. I mean, we, had, <laughs> we had tried some stuff. We had organized some events, but... I, mean, I just remember, like, I mean, it must have been, we'll have to ask Ann one day, like, it was just oh, the greatest goodness. sales job ever, because we didn't have a lot to show, but we did know what we wanted to do, what we were called to, where we thought this was going, and some of it was just trying to speak a lot of it into existence, um, but they, I mean, they took a huge risk on us. Yes. And they didn't stop. It wasn't a one-year grant. That's right. Remember? And that was what was so awesome, is that, like... Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to win a grant, right? right? But then it's like, well, is it going to repeat? Well, yeah. They're not going to tell <laughs> you. How do you do this again? Yeah. <laughs> Most fire agencies aren't going to tell you that. They don't know, right? But Lutheran was um, just made a commitment to us. Yeah. And I mean, without them, I, you know, I don't know. No, that's that's exactly right. And then and then what it did to us on top of that was just validate, right? So yeah. we we had something that mm-hmm. we could back. It mm-hmm. gave us uh, it gave us a, a little longer runway, um, and uh, and then you know I would say. Probably even more than that too, like the questions, the accountability that comes with some yes. of that early funding, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and, and even not a foundation and a grantor is one thing, um, but as you start getting some of those weekly gifts, monthly mm-hmm. gifts, one-time gifts, like it also came to like an accountability of like, hey, we really got to be able to show something mm-hmm. for this, and is what people are giving to really aligning with with who we are, and, and that's been a huge part of of us as an organization is like, hey. Are we keeping our character and integrity in the midst of this? Mm-hmm. And you know that sounds really easy, and it sounds very novel until it's really hard, right? Until you get to the, the dark days where you're like, "Hey, you know, is this going to make it?" The numbers that we thought were going to happen here aren't happening, and we've had a lot of those discussions mm-hmm. through the year. Any anything stand out for y'all? I think for me, is overseeing the finances. I think the toughest part for me is just the the ebbs and flows of the uh, cash. Mm-hmm. You know, I think at one time we were raising 50 to 60% of our, our revenue and cash in the fourth quarter. And so, you know, have a good year in, you pray for a good year in, it, it, it normally would go very well for us. But then, you know, January, February comes. You're betting on people loving you still. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. You know, then you get to the new year, you get to January and February, and there's just, especially back then, there's no checks, yep. right? Because everyone, you have a year in donation. And, I just remember going into March. I mean, I still remember those meetings, guys, when we would look at our cash and just, when we, it would just be like, it just continued to go down and go down. And I mean, there's living off reserves and there's living with <laughs> Whatever we did. Yeah, yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and then we try to, you know, try to do maybe an event in the spring, right? We used to do that and, and still occasionally do. And then um, get into the summer and then, you know, yeah. um, that for me, I would just always remember 
and it'd be like, gosh, we just get the knife for the town. We're yeah. going to be fine. You know, which started in November. Yeah, exactly. Back Even then worse, it, was, yeah. it was later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was, um, that was where trying oh, times. So, <laughs> I remember that's exactly right. Uh, talk a little bit about, I think, um, I get a lot of joy in, in waking up every morning, knowing what we get to do every day. Mm-hmm. And then really kind of looking back on the history and the life change. But I will say that, um, I don't know that I could have done it without you two and like the joy that the friendship that's also happened, uh, over, you know, the last 10 years and, and we've gone through a lot. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of history here, but why do you think this works? Why do you think this group, I mean, you know, you can look back at any corporation you can look back at other nonprofits and, um, relationships at the top oftentimes aren't there. That's where you begin mm-hmm. to see big breaks. That's where mm-hmm. we see nonprofit organizations split. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very difficult to keep consistent leadership um, in any aspect of mm-hmm. the organization, but specifically kind of at the top. Why mm-hmm. Why are you Question. guys still here? <laughs> 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 why does this work? Yeah. I think we balance each other really, really well. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? We each bring different gifts to the table and there's a lot of mutual respect Mm -hmm. among all three of us Mm -hmm. we all know that we're all all in Mm -hmm. ride or die (laughs) (laughs) and trust Mm -hmm. there's just complete trust that Mm -hmm. every decision we're looking out for the best interest of the organization Mm -hmm. and the people we serve and being able to serve them longer but because we're still around Mm -hmm. yeah and i think um i completely agree with that joy especially on the trust side of things um, I think the skill sets have a little bit something to do with it mm-hmm. as well. You know, Josh, you spoke earlier about Joy and you know her being the, being the uh, utility player. You know, you can do so many different things, Joy, from mm-hmm. needing to you know counsel people or run a program or do fundraising or whatever. You know, you're able to kind of step in and do all that stuff. She did literally read accounting for nonprofits <laughs> on a train ride from yes. St. Louis to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I only know that because it was earmarked. <laughs> I went through a whole pad of post-it notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're right, Andy. Yeah. And so she just has that, Joy has that willingness to serve and, and just like, hey, let's go get it done and, and let's take action and, and go do it. And so... Um, that's been huge, but you know, neither joy, or I are real big vision people. Joy, I think you're a little bit better at it than I am, but, um, you know, you, you're the vision guy. You can come up with and Hey, this is where I think we need to go. And, and you've always had your, I think a great pull some more things need to go. And, um, and that's a skill we, you know, neither one of us really, mm-hmm. really excel at, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I think you're able to kind of set the, set the charts and set the ways and then, you know, and then I come in my more, you know, organization, you know, administration, stuff like that. And okay, well, let's think through this. So. Countless times, Joy and I would just sit alone, you know, mm-hmm. in, in an office. Okay, well, how do we? How do we don't do a backpack <laughs> handout, you know, you know? And like, right. how do we go and do this this year, you mm-hmm. know? And just kind of think through it. And, and um, I think the other thing too, Josh, is that you know, you're it's it's enjoyable to work with all of us because I think all three of us kind of share the same passion of um, we're not afraid of change and we're not afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're willing to take things on very quickly and try new things. And I think that's just a direct reflection of who you are. I don't think most executive directors would necessarily be like that. Mm-hmm. You're willing to step back and I think give up the reins, yes. you know, and you let me and Joy come in and then you let some, we let some, you know, Aaron Malone's of the world come in, yep. take over Emily, you know, as well back in the day, starting with it and then Aaron come in, you know, and so like you, you would, you know, turn that over and, you know, heck, you were the one that sat in the principal's office. You know, right. sure. to set up that relationship, and and now you literally hand that over. So, I think if if you know you didn't have the vision, and if you didn't have that ability to just trust mm-hmm. and say, hey, I trust you guys, you know, and, and to your thing, you know, for you, you don't necessarily know how it's going to get done. That's not your skill set, right? And so, like, you right. just you have to rely on us mm-hmm. to to kind of go and run with that. And and you had the trust, or you didn't come in every single and every day and stick your neck in. Okay, what what are you doing? What why are you doing that? You know, yeah. there wasn't a micromanaging. And I think that's part of the reason for the success of Mission St. Louis is that the people that have come and have stayed for five years or more, I, I would hope that they would say they know they're trusted, they know they're supported, they have mm-hmm. flexibility and freedom to go and try things. Um, and I, I hope that starts with us and, and the yeah. support that we can hopefully provide. I think this, this group too, if there, I mean, there's a mutual submission, right? There's mm-hmm. never, there, I don't think there's yeah, ever been a time when it's mm-hmm. like my way or the highway, this is right, this is wrong. Um, but I mean, you guys have, and I think you guys have, have loved me really well in, 
and some of it's just like immaturity of leadership. Like I, I mean, I remember uh, oftentimes it would not be uncommon to come in with kind of like a new idea, a new agenda, <laughs> a new direction. Um, and for me specifically, kind of at that time, hopefully I've matured a little bit to this place was like, um, I really needed that to be met with, Hey, we can do this. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and, uh, and there was definitely like this, this consensus that was like, okay, like we hear you mm -hmm. kind of understand where your heart is, where mm -hmm. this is coming from. Uh, I know exactly, yeah. you know, I know exactly mm -hmm. where it's at. And then, then it, then it was the onslaught of questions, right? I mean, yeah. Joy yep. Clark can do anything, <laughs> just ask a thousand clarifying questions, right? Yeah. Clarity does not happen to be my spiritual gift. Uh, but, uh, but then it was like, Hey, okay, we can do this yeah. and, 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 and we will. But like, hey, do you realize that it's going to cost the organization this? And here's what time is going to look like. And here's what we're going to be sacrificing. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then, you know, oftentimes like, hey, that is, maybe it is a great idea that needs to be shelved for a year or so. Mm -hmm. Or it's actually a terrible idea, but like, thanks for at least entertaining it, yeah. right, for, sure. for a season. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and I think that was, I, we've also, you know, we've gone through some of the corporate personality, leadership characteristics. Mm -hmm. yep. and it's always interesting kind of what, what comes back mm -hmm. with that. Um, you know, Andy, you're a, you are an extroverted accountant almost, mm -hmm. which is, which is unheard of. I mean, mm -hmm. kind of like a unicorn, right? <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and so you bring this like aspect of like fun, but you also really value group buy-in. So it's, it's difficult yes. for you yep. mm -hmm. to buy in on anything unless everybody's, Everybody's like that. I'm completely the opposite. Mm -hmm. right? I, I don't. I don't think through that, but mm -hmm. need it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and joy is kind of like the the middle ground. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, mm -hmm. in the midst of that. Is, that, is that difficult for you? No, I am naturally the balancer, the yeah. middle child. I mean, yeah, the only That's... girl between my two brothers. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's what I do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, that is true. But there's also. There's also a, a drive, a direction that you that you push us in that I think is yeah. is insanely healthy. And mm -hmm. you know, there's I think the, the cool part too is is just like how robust and Andy said this earlier, just kind of like how robust you have been able to step into a variety of different things. I mean, you know, one of the things that I would love to hear kind of how you guys have dealt with this along the way, but like there is a there's a ton of pressure, right? Not only for what we've been through and what the job entailed and the chaos and the wearing of many hats to, I mean, we've got what, 65 people that now work for us and uh, our work for the organization. And so like, you know, that's a lot of, that's a big budget and that's, um, you know, that, that's all of those things. But on top of that, like we also have this like front row view of what's taking place in people's lives and in our community. Um, and so there's, there's also a, uh, a weightiness, not only on running an organization, but there's also a weightiness on what we do. Mm -hmm. Some of it comes down to like loving and caring for our staff, and, and maybe that is like counseling or just going like, dude, let me just hug you. Like, this, is, <laughs> this is heavy. All the way down to like, I mean, you know, I can't, it, it's heartbreaking to think how many people that have come through and received services that are no longer with us mm -hmm. uh, because of, of brutal violence. Like, how do you guys, and maybe even your family and your home life and you know, how do you navigate all of that? Because there's a, there's a weightiness to sitting in your seat. Luckily, it's grown slowly. Alcohol is not the right answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like when we first started, that weight wasn't there. Yeah. It's just gradually built over time. That's so I don't think we ever point. realized mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. it, it yeah, said another way. I think if you were to be hired into one of our positions mm -hmm. and, and you know you didn't have some experience, that, that would be very difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we were blessed with an opportunity of, you know, slow growth, mm -hmm. mistake, mistake, win, mistake, mistake, win, you know, mm -hmm. you know, and so we could see those things and then just kind of take that and like, oh gosh, we, you know, we need to hire a couple more people. And then we went from managing each, you know, two people to four and then six. And um, so you're right. That's a great point. Growing slowly, I think, um, has helped with that. And, you know, you take someone like myself, you know, Joy, at least you, you know, you have a background in this. I have a, you know, seminary degree. It was just a struggle for me a little bit to be like, well, how, you know, how do I justify, you know, going to, you know, seminary school, my background before that is my undergraduates in finance, but um, and just trying to, to weigh those two things together and, you know, joking with my wife is, you know, 
it's really great that you spent six years learning Greek and Hebrew. It's really paid off. <laughs> um, but, you know, so it, it just came down to like, as we continue to grow, to see how, you know, when we started, we were a, you know, we were an inch deep and, and a mile wide, right? And then over time, we worked really hard, Joy, especially you and me, we worked really hard to, to give up another program, give up something else, and to really try to get that down where we could be an inch wide and a mile deep. Yes. Um, and so, you know, for me, seeing the impact that we have, I mean, just look at, you know, we, we've obviously had always had our job training program, but like, look at what our home repair program does mm-hmm. today. You know, I mean, we're, they're going to do over, over, you know, probably close to 2,000 projects this year, you know, in the city. And all of those basically for free, you know. And so, like, I get to play a part of what I think God has gifted me to do, you know, with finances and administration, um, you know, to hopefully equip, you know, the, you know the, the team and especially the leader of that team to go out and do that. And, and for me, that's just so super rewarding, mm-hmm. you know, because you do see the change. And I know it sounds trite and... But, but it's the truth, you know. I mean, it's it, you, you really do see the impact once you see the stories and the pictures. And, and um, you know, you hear about, you know, the homeowner crying and hugging Jacob and, you know, <laughs> the guys that work in the field. And, you know, it's just like, gosh, it's so awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, for me, my commitment to Mission St. Louis is, you know, is always there because I know what we do, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I would put up what we do. Um, you know, everyone does different things, but like, I would, you know, come in, check out what we do, come, come in and look and see the work see that we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come, come the see impact. the work that we do and the impact, the impact that we have and how the, how much that, that matters to all three of us, uh, and hopefully translates into our, you know, directors, which it does, you know, they right. all have the same desire and heart, right. uh, that we do to, we're not going to sit idly by and, and just get away with mediocre results. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something all three of us have always kind of pushed for. Yes. Um, and so for me, that's what I think has been rewarding. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been, I think you're right. There's, and there's, there's also been seasons of like great adrenaline as we're starting and creating something. Um, but Joy, what about you? How have you, how do you maintain? Cause I mean, this is it's just not a job that you can ever check out of. That's true. Uh, for me, I've enjoyed being able to do so many things over the years. I like to constantly learn. And so I've done something for the four or five years, and then it's just been a natural need for the organization that I've shifted completely and done something completely different within the organization. And I've done that several times now. And so that's just been helpful for me personally. So I've learned so many different things, yeah. wide variety. So, <laughs> And I think having us three being able to bend to one another. Oh, yes. You know, has yes. Been, Absolutely. It's at least save my marriage. <laughs> And us being able to move ourselves out of the office, get away from the office, go and just be like, man, I can't believe this. Or like, what are we going to do about this? Yes. um, We really enjoy each other too. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, We enjoy each other and trust. Yeah. Yeah, It definitely does. But we can go and talk and vent and, and, um, you know, and just, we have a support system. Yeah. You know. That's good. Uh, So if you, if we were to break up Mission St. Louis into convent, the Grove, and this 87,000 square foot YMCA. What's been your favorite season of life and why? By location or, or by, yeah. by location well, you like said? The, the time in those, yeah. in those different places. What's been the most fun or you look back at the, you know, maybe the most kind of joy and like, man, mm-hmm. this was awesome. They each had their... Mm-hmm. highs and lows, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like the convent was definitely a blast. I mean, it was a crazy amount of work, but mm-hmm. it was so much fun it just was. to create we from nothing. super poor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Personally and organizationally. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> we were all in and we were going to figure it out. And yeah. It was a team and yes. we had tons of volunteers around us. Mm-hmm. So it was just fun. That was fun. Yeah. That so, was and then in the Grove, just seeing it grow up a bit. Mm-hmm. And that was a space that grew with us, which was interesting because mm-hmm. we just like, we had the, mm-hmm. we just had, how many square feet? A thousand square feet uh, yeah, maybe at the yeah, beginning? Exactly. And then we took over the apartment upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we took up the apartment next door. Did we go ground level? I think we, uh, did we knock the hole in the wall? Um, I don't remember. I can't, but you're right. It was it was two buildings, and they both had an upstairs and downstairs. And we just rented the downstairs at one location, 
And, and when we went and saw it, there was a hole in the floor. <laughs> floor. You can see, see the sunlight through the rafters. And, you know, God bless Terry, the man that ran it for us. And like, why he would bring to us two schmucks. Like, you guys do what? <laughs> Not profit. Yeah, I'd love to rent you my space and make all of these <laughs> construction projects happen so you're comfortable. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. he, he financed it for us. And again, oh, yeah. talk about a Providence, you know, thing. That would have been amazing that what he did for us. Um, but uh, I think the other thing, too, to kind of add to what Joy was saying was like when we we were in the convent, it was it was it was fun. You came to work. We got to figure out how to get this next thing done. When we finally got a space, it's like we changed a little bit. Hmm. You know, we, we just got some more credibility. You oh, know, yes. oh, we moved from the convent to, to our own. Yes, space. to our own space. Yeah. Yes. yes. And then yeah. we're like, you know what? That's right. How, what are we going to do? We have you know, the, the, the students that we serve at Adams. But like, why don't we like what if we were to bring them here? And that's when we're like, well, why don't we, the space next door, I mean, yep. it's available. Yep. And I don't know what's like 2,000 square feet out. Something like that. Yeah, maybe. Um, and so then we started doing summer programming. And like, awesome. Like, we can finally work with the kids that we're with all year. Yep. Yeah. And, and keep them coming, right? So like. This is the it, first time we ever had like in-house services. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. The first, yeah. And so like, that was super cool. Um, and job we leadership training happened. It was there. like, yes. kids would rush out. Mm-hmm. Guys would come. <laughs> come in every night. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, you know, moving to Grand. Just altogether has changed. I think Mission St. Louis for the better. It just kind of put us on the map. Um, it's it's interesting you know. too as you as you look back at that. Like the convent in the early days had not been redone. I mean, it was it still smelled like old oil or uh, yeah, like fish fry oil. And <laughs> we we couldn't. You had to coordinate who turned the heater on, or you would blow the breaker. <laughs> and uh, and so there was like that season that was just very like entrepreneurial startup. Mm-hmm. And then it was the same thing with with Manchester. Like we kind of pieced it all together, and the mm-hmm. staff grew, and we were kind of back into all being in one room. And mm-hmm. you know everybody's desk was lined up around the outside of the yeah. building. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I mean, there's no reason that we should be in this building right mm-hmm. now. I mean, this yeah, that's a great eighty-seven thousand square feet mm-hmm. and. You know, we, mm-hmm. I don't think we paid any more in rent mm-hmm. than we did in yeah. Manchester. Mm-hmm. It's also provided us this incredible opportunity to begin mm-hmm. to grow and mm-hmm. uh, expand our services and dream far beyond mm-hmm. uh, what we what we ever could imagine. So it's interesting how just like the building has kind of yeah. locked our personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost like we, and I still remember, Josh, when we signed those leases. I mean, that was such a big deal for Absolutely. us. Because it was a five-year lease and it wasn't that much money. Per se, because we only did a little one. We know we're going six months. <laughs> right. You know, and so like I always kind of feel like you know we we rented the space and then and then the program and Mission St. Louis grew with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? that's right. And, and and we just it was like, like a big step of faith. Exactly, yes. it was. It was a huge step of faith. And then um and, and then you come here, it's the same thing. Well, gosh, can we mm-hmm. like we make this work? You right. know, a new area and you know what is it going to be like and, and all that stuff. And, um, so the buildings, I think, have definitely yeah. helped, helped us grow and, and mature. I mean, who would have thought in, in 2009, 2010, we would have never <laughs> in a million years dreamed that we would we would be here doing yeah. something. I mean, I don't, if you, I mean, seriously, guys, if you think back to 2010, I mean, if someone would have said, do you ever think you'll have 65 employees, I would have laughed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Absolutely. I, mean, I would have laughed. Yeah. Um, I would have never envisioned that. No. You know? Exactly. Um, and, and to and to see how that's grown, because I mean, you hit it. You talked about it as well. Of like, it took us like making some drastic cuts and mm-hmm. saying no to a lot of things. Yes. And as that as that depth, and really, I think there was a lot of us, and and some may say that we're still on this journey of really trying to figure out exactly who we are. Mm-hmm. And then as we as we've begun to really mature in who we are, exactly what we're called to do, doing it well, doing it with like great accountability mm-hmm. and um, and perfection, and, and I think in some ways uh, that watching how that grows, mm-hmm. you know, it, I mean, you, Joy, you did a lot of the, the communication work, and just like, hey, mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we communicate okay, like well. this, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was like telling me to stop saying <laughs> God knows what, but really kind of directing into that, and and I think you know it's definitely because of that. That, uh, that that we've grown in those ways that we've got you know sixty five people here, um, but I will say I will say at the same time like it hasn't diminished our entrepreneurial mm-hmm. 
ethos, our, mm-hmm. our DNA. Mm-hmm. So h- how do we, how do you guys think that we maintain, like there is a piece of, as we grow, as we get bigger, you get locked in a little bit mm-hmm. more on this is it. And, mm-hmm. and this is what we're doing. How do you, how do you keep the, the flexibility? How do you, to go back to like a Carol mm-hmm. line, like how do, you, mm-hmm. how do you keep the God line and the, mm-hmm. the prayer line mm-hmm. in the midst of the organization? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. I think, in, and, and I don't know what the directors would say, you know, again, so the directors are the ones that kind of lead out everything inside the organization for us. I, I think the, um, I think the way it has worked is that like, we've just put so much trust into our directors and leaders of the program. And I would hope they would say the same thing, but like if they fail, it's not the end of the, it's not the yeah. end of the world, you know? And so and actually take chances, take chances. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and so take chances and adapt. And, and, I mean, I just think of all the processes and procedures that have to go into, like, you know, the just the accounting function of an organization like this alone. Mm-hmm. But just, like, if we want to change something, I mean, you just change it, yeah. right? And, and we're able to do that, and yeah. we're not opposed to that. Yep. I don't think that's normal, right. you know? I don't, And I don't know another, you know, nonprofits. I hope it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, we can change things, yep. and, and it's not a big deal here. And, right. hey, you don't like to do it that way? Well, then... I'll think about all the meetings we have. Well, then just change it and just yeah. do it differently. Yeah. You know, and go run with it. Right. And so I think that yeah. I'd like to think that has something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where hopefully our leaders know we believe in them and have faith in them. Yeah. We don't micromanage and we don't, you know, stick our noses in their you know, business every single day and then second guess them. Right. You know, why did you do that? That was, stu- you know, we try, mm-hmm. try to do the opposite approach mm-hmm. of just care and love and like, hey, we're here and um, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. That's your job, um, but just know that I'm here. You know, mm-hmm. if you need help, and I think for some people it's great, and I think for other people, and so those people have left. It's been it's too tough. Absolutely, you know, and, and yeah, and we I think we've, we've done a pretty good job of like interview process and be like, listen, mm-hmm. this sounds really cool yes. and really fun, mm-hmm. but it is not for everybody. Like you can get really frustrated, mm-hmm. right when when you have some of that entrepreneurial ethos where there is some freedom to be able to step out to try something to pivot to to go mm-hmm. another direction. Uh, but you know, not everybody has that. Not everybody mm-hmm. wants that. I mean, they're, they're, and, and, and that's okay. Like, there's a beauty to that of like, hey, I kind of need to know like what's being asked of me, what I need to do. I want to do a good job there. And you know, unfortunately, a lot of our senior level leaders like they didn't, they weren't afforded that type mm-hmm. of clarity. It was like, hey, we know that you love your city. Mm-hmm. We know that you love people, and and we trust you to be able to to, mm-hmm. to navigate what it looks like to. To see the flourishing of the city happen in your in your area, and I mean that's a it's it's a really difficult thing, and it's you know I think sometimes it's it's really difficult for us to ask that, but it's just been amazing to see who who mm-hmm. gets brought to, to lead. Yeah, and add to that, I think that people love the sound of it too. That's right. You know, yeah, and, and it's sexy. It's sexy, and especially if you have to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you're coming from, if you've worked three or four other places where it's been pretty rigid and structured, and yeah. how many times do you hear my my old manager was such a task manager, yeah. and like, you know, it's, oh, this sounds great, and yeah. you know, there's no we've always done it this way. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And and the, hopefully the one thing that you can say that hopefully is maintained as much as we can is just hopefully a culture. Mm-hmm. You know, a culture that. Just that you know, things have changed. The programs have changed, and they've grown. They've morphed. Um, but hopefully, the culture, that culture mm-hmm. of entrepreneurialness, and let's try. And mm-hmm. hey, if you make a mistake, you know, the executive director is not going to yell at you. Right. You know. Right. Um, and it's not change for change's sake. It's change yeah. to continually be better. That's right. exactly. Right. You know, you could yeah. always improve something in mm-hmm. some way. Like mm-hmm. we talked about home repair. We had an amazing home repair program and we thought yeah. you know what let's add an occupational therapist yes that's a great point. you know to mm-hmm. provide an even more robust service mm-hmm. so things like that mm-hmm. we're continually innovating trying to figure mm-hmm. out how we can do things even better yeah that's exactly right. having a lawyer on site yeah you yes know? yeah I mean, a legal clinic even two years i don't think we would have thought of that right i don't think i would have believed you we have a legal clinic here really <laughs> but i mean you know it's huge not that we didn't know it was needed. Yeah. <laughs> you might say yes. Say <laughs> yeah. so yes. are like, how do you how do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you make hire, it work? Are we gonna really hire an attorney? Right. You know, but then Slew's just been phenomenal to right. work with. You know, right. and they've been great. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys most proud of? <laughs> the fact that we still exist. <laughs> <laughs> Maintaining a continual high standard. 
Mm-hmm. We've never let ourselves mm-hmm. off the hook or lowered our standards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm in the finance world, I think what's what's interesting to see is that like, and, and not every one of them repeats because a lot of them don't, but if you go back and look at the history of our funding streams and the granting agencies that support us, not only do they continue to support us, but their feedback is, is mm-hmm. you know, positive. And okay, I mean, you guys really are doing good work. Mm-hmm. And you're doing a good job. And, and then especially when you get grants from city agencies and state agencies, you know, we know they talk. Um, and, you know, we're able to go in and, you know, hey, let's, let's ask for another $50,000. And mm-hmm. obviously it depends on a variety of factors. But, you know, more often than not, we can win it, you know, and we do win it. Um, and and I, I hope that's a, a reflection of just the work that we do right. um, and that we're, you know, honest and that we're open and very transparent. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously we do the audit and all that kind of stuff, but like, this is who we are. This is what we do. We don't hide things. You know, if we tell you we're going to do, you know, 80 home repairs, well, then we're going to do 80 home repairs. Right. If we don't, we're going to come to you mm-hmm. way beforehand yep. and say, hey, here's what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, and try to remain that level of integrity. Exactly. Um, That's so, what I kept thinking. It's just integrity yeah. that we've maintained our integrity the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like even going back to relationship and empowerment, seeing that as yep. part of one that's of our exactly early names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what the vision was for and the heart yeah. was for. I think I think that's it, right? I mean, you know, as we as we look back on who we were dreaming that we would be, mm-hmm. we had, from the very very beginning, it was this idea of relationship, right? Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about, uh, and we spent a lot of time just going like, hey. What we do and how we do it matters very little compared to knowing, being known, having relationships on the ground. And, you know, those early seasons, it was that season of like, hey, what does deep relationship look like? What does mm-hmm. opening your home, what does showing up, what does uh, playing basketball, meeting with the same kid, you know, all, all like there's just high level relationship. Um, and then I think, I know it was when we were on Manchester. But we were going, it was an exercise of really kind of going through and chasing our values where relationship began to, to, to pop up again. And I don't remember which one of you talked about it, but it was just like, hey, here's one thing that we value relationship outside of these walls. And we do a really good job and from a program sit, setting of saying like, hey, dignity matters and people matter. This idea of Imago Day matters and relationship matters and, 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 and all of that. But then there was that, that real, there was that calling during that time too of like, hey, but relationship needs to matter inside these walls too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we can't live out a value or we at least can't as an organization live out character and integrity if we're only saying, hey, relationship mm-hmm. matters here, but it doesn't matter as much mm-hmm. inside these organizations. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of, of being proud of, of Mission St. Louis as an organization. I think it's really been, you know, that, that character and integrity, but chasing down relationships both externally and internally mm-hmm. and placing high value on that so that, you know, I, I don't know how often we, we say this, but like, hey, it's that's a blast to do this. It's mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. to come to work and we want to make sure that that's happening. Um, you know, that word of mouth is spreading and people are coming from the ground because of relationship, but then mm-hmm. also people that, that work for us are like, hey, not, I mm-hmm. love this place and I love the work here. It's, it's really meaningful. Yeah. yeah, and to kind of piggyback off that, when you, when you talk about integrity, um, you know, I think we would, there's no doubt for me that without the, the board involvement mm-hmm. over the last 10 years, and by that, I mean, not just, you know, at the board writ large, but I think the individuals that we had on there mm-hmm. and the time that they put in helping me, helping Joanne, or for sure helping, you you know, working with you, Josh, you know, teaching how to, you know, hey, this is how you run a company. And just having those board members that we can go to and be like, hey, this is what we think. Mm-hmm. This is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always kind of prided ourselves and, you know, we're not going to go in there and just be like, okay, now tell us what to do, you know. <laughs> But we went in there like prepared, like, hey, this is what we want to do. This is, a, you know, you cast your vision and then like, okay, let us have it. Yeah. You know? And where, yeah. where are we off? And That's right. w- w- without them, and I think that feedback and just guiding us mm-hmm. and directing us all the way back from day one to, you know, the board that we have today, I don't, you know. And, and their adaptability. I mean, mm-hmm. when we talked with yeah. well, one of the past episodes, we, we had board members in here and we just began to, uh, and, and Carol at the, and, and Jonathan at the, at the first one, our current board members, a couple, uh, a couple episodes back. Um, but we just kind of talked about like, at the beginning, if you were a board member, you were like a staff member. I mean, we needed you. Did we need you? Like, I mean, you were like volunteer number one. So, I think it was like volunteering at that point. It wasn't really volunteering. Yeah. Um, and then, and then we moved into the season of like, hey, we, you know, Andy, Andy, you came on and you wrapped your arms around, you know, the, the finance side. And we, mm-hmm. as an organization, we began to kind of step into some of our 
our legs for the first time. Mm -hmm. We went from infancy to that, and, and that required a whole new skill set mm -hmm. of the board. And if they were like, hey, no, we want to stay mm -hmm. actively involved, and like mm -hmm. there was a maturity that we saw from the board, and then mm -hmm. going like, mm -hmm. hey, this is the right evolution, and we do need to be able to adapt with you as an organization. That took mm -hmm. quite a bit of wisdom. Until, you know, and then we go through our adolescence and you look at kind of where we're at today is like, hey, now we need you. We really need you. But it's just in a different way. It's, it's yeah. like, hey, here's our strategy. Here's mm -hmm. uh, here, here's what we think you know, the future of fundraising looks like. And here's mm -hmm. campaigns that we're thinking about. Here's business decisions that mm -hmm. an opportunity that lays at our feet. Would you help us navigate and orchestrate that? And it's been interesting. It's, it's a great point to just kind of look back and see that the, the organization hasn't just had to evolve. It's also outside board members, volunteers. Mm -hmm. I mean, you think of all the volunteers that, that mm -hmm. came on and we did things one way right. and then it, it shifted yeah. because mm -hmm. what we said earlier, like mm -hmm. there's an entrepreneur, there's a, like, hey, if it doesn't work, change it. And some mm -hmm. of those things have worked and some of them have failed, but that relationship has kind of carried it all the way through. And I mean, we are mm -hmm. stood up as an organization by some of these volunteers and board members that mm -hmm. just loved us incredibly well yeah. for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Just their, their willingness to like fail, right? And, and mess up and then like you'd be like, hey, we're gonna push through this, we wanna grow some more yep. and, and we wanna move into a bigger building and then like, hey, should we buy a building? Or not? Like, you know, <laughs> we never done this before. <laughs> exactly, right. You know, and just the pushback and then, well, what about this? And did you guys check? No, we didn't do that, you know? And, and just go, and, and just that constant like, you know, Soundboard and like double checking, you know, it's just you know, never vindictive. Exactly, never, like, I yes. can't believe always I like, know. hey, this is just another arrow in your in your yeah. basket, right? yeah, in your yeah, quiver. like mm -hmm. here, here's something else you can be thinking about. And mm -hmm. and uh, I mean, I, I can look that over or over all those and just see kind of everybody's influence and the way that they mm -hmm. you know pushed us in the right direction, mm -hmm. but was never overreaching, mm -hmm. um, completely encouraging. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have been blessed beyond measure, yeah. In that space. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, do you want me to ask questions now or do you want to do a sign off and then I'll ask questions? I'll sign off. Okay. <clears throat> well, guys, this is going to end uh, this season three, uh, 15 years in the life of Mission St. Louis. And uh, hopefully you have watched this or listened to this. Uh, podcast over uh, the last, what, six, nine months and, and been encouraged. Uh, you've got to hear a lot of our story. Uh, my hope, though, is that you know how much we love our city, uh, that this is an organization that is marked by uh, our love for people, um, our passion to see our city flourish, and that could not happen without you. And so uh, if you were crazy enough to have made it through all these episodes and you made it to the end of this one, uh, I want you to know how much we love you as an organization, how thankful uh, that we are, that we truly are uh, an organization that gets to do what we love to do, what we're called to do, but is uh, on the shoulders of people like you. And so uh, I, uh, I hope you enjoyed it, uh, but even more so, I hope you've been encouraged. So uh, this is the end of season three of Say That to Say This. Thanks for listening. <laughs>